to present from Manchester, England. This is the main This is the main event boxing show brought to you by Premier Sports here every Friday night at 10 pm, right here on Sky Channel 433. Welcome to the show. It's Friday the 18th of November, and what show we've got today in the studio joining us, myself and Bobby Rimmer today, we've got Steve Bell, former boxer and aspiring actor, and we've also got young professional Kieran Farrell as well joining us. Thanks for coming in, lads. Thanks for having us. Nice boys. No worries. Uh, Steve, we're going to start with you. We always start with the studio guest. So uh, if you could let us know how you got into boxing, mate, and um, you know when you first decided to lay some. The gloves. I've been boxing for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started back in my when was it? My first fight was 88, I think it was, when I was a 13 year old. Uh, I remember going to the gym and, and I wasn't really into boxing. A mate of mine, a good pal of mine, who was one of the three amigos, Tony Fino, he asked me to go along to the gym for him. He was a big boxing fan mm. and said, uh, you know, will you come with me? Because it's, it's a daunting place, the boxing gym. Um, so I went along with him, enjoyed it, um, and just loved going to shows, going up to Blackpool and to the Lake District, yeah. coming back home at 12 o'clock at night. And we just had a really good laugh. And I cool. enjoyed it more than anything. Not, not, didn't enjoy getting hit. Enjoyed <laughs> yeah. the crap with the lads. And when I turned about 17, I started getting good at it. So Brilliant. Where did you, you start training? Like I started at a club called Louisville at ABC in right, Hyde, yeah. which yeah. is now, I think, Nichols Place, or um, I think it's Hyde Lads Club. Um, but yeah, I started off there with, a, with where the a young Ricky Atten started off at 11 years old. I was 13 um, and stayed there most of my amateur career. Went off for around about two years to join Stockport and Bedbury with Roy Richardson uh, and went back to Louvalite when I started boxing for England. Cool, excellent. Can you tell us about your amateur career? Because obviously it was a decorated career, wasn't it? Bob? Yeah, yeah, it was one of the longest ones, weren't you, lad? 100 in what? 150 <laughs> fights and. Yeah, he, he went 150 fights and then he won one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I remember my first fight, um, and it was with a lad from, from my gym, from the same gym, and Ted, Ted Pete, I mean, I love him, he's my, my old coach as an amateur, and uh, the show was a bit um, a bit low on fighters, you know what it's like with amateur mm. shows, some pull outs, you know, you get fights on the night, and I think this show had about three or four fights on altogether, so he said, oh, box. Not enough, is it? It's not mm. enough. He said, yeah. box, we're not lads from my gym, will you? And it was like my first fight, so I said, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> and I boxed a kid called Alan Page. Page, yeah. And he went on to box Frotchie as, yeah. um, as, a, as a professional. Yeah. And I think it was his eighth and ninth fight, and I was, you know, my, my first fight, but I loved it, you know, it was, <clears throat> it was what I wanted to do. And he ended up just about beating me. I was robbed. <laughs> well, ended up as always, yeah. as always, when you yeah. get beat, you get robbed, uh, don't you? But my first five fights, I only won one. Um, right, like I, say, yeah. I wasn't that good as a junior, I was, I was quite poor to be honest uh, and it was only when I got to about 16, 17 I started to do well mm. and altogether I had 157 amateur fights. Yeah, it's similar for me, you know, I, 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 was, I was doing it more as an hobby, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I never got told any different, you know what I mean? Since <laughs> when, I went, when I turned about 15, 16. I got to start telling run, run every day and all that. Yeah. I was going back to the gym saying, oh, and he said, Do you, have you done your run? But no, I went fishing, I was in this car, <laughs> I thought. But anyway, I started doing the run, and then that's when I seen the, like, the results. I was run, uh, winning all the time, and then I didn't get beat then, since then, so I got to national finals mm. and everything, so I was happy with it. Brilliant. How many amateur fights did you I have? I only have 35 or something yeah, like that. 35, yeah. So it's, it's quite different, then, isn't it, to have that many amateur fights? It's unusual, that, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I was made for amateur, I mean, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how it is. I mean, I, I was probably a better amateur than I was a professional, um, and that's why I stayed so long in the game, because 
because my style was more amateur based and mm. that's why I was, I, I won't say really successful, but that's why I had most well, of my success. When you say you wasn't really successful, how, how many ABA titles did you win? Well, I won, I won two. Yeah. Um, so, double ABA champ, British champ twice. Yeah. Um, Go on, reel them off, son. That's what we want to hear. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Come Cap on, reel them off. Captain of the England team, weren't you? Captain of the England team, yeah. So, I mean, it was that, that was what my ambition as a kid um, growing up was to. Yeah. to box for my country. It, cause I'm, yeah. tell, tell him who was in the England team when, when you was in it. It, it was there. Uh, well, I mean, I've boxed for England for a long time and like a lot of uh, amateurs, they, they get to, you know, the stage where they win the ABAs. I won, first year I won the ABA was 97, was the, the same year with Gatton won the ABAs for the first time. He went on that year to turn professional with Billy Graham. Yeah. I stayed amateur because I wanted to box for England, I wanted to travel the world and, and do that. So, you know, I did stay amateur for a long time. So I was, you know, I was in the team with, with Rick Gatton when he was a, a kid, with um, David A when he was, you know, at his best, Cal Froch, Audley Harrison. Um, so, you know, I've. I've Macklin. I've, Matthew Macklin. I mean, he's. he's all of them, innit? Yeah. You know, all, all these. All these professional champions now, you boxed amateur with them all. Yeah, you? I mean, you know, they were my. Drove them all around the bend as well. <laughs> oh, I had some good laughs, and that's why I stayed in the game because, you know, yeah. I crack with the lads. It's, that's what I love about it. Could you tell from the amateur days who was going to kind of make it and who, you know, did, could you kind of see them from Froch, David A, Ricky Atten? Yeah, I mean, tell. just taking Carl Froch, I mean, he was a total nightmare as an amateur um, when, you know, when he boxed for England. What do you mean, nightmare? Well, I remember with boxing Liverpool Multi Nations and I was, I was up next fighting and I'm quite a cool lad when I'm fighting, you know, I get nervous like anyone, yeah. but I tend to just, you know, like to sit down and just chill out and have a crack, have a laugh yeah, yeah. Uh, before I'm fighting, because that's how I, you know, get ready for the fight. And Cal Froch is just like, he used to walk up and down and be frightened to death. Did I remember him saying to me, how, what's up, why do you do this? He said, I, I just feel I'm frightened to death, I'm scared. He said, I, I don't mm. know what to do. I, I just feel terrible. Mm. And he was like this for a long while until, I remember he, he started using this, you know, tape with um, like Paul McKenna, that type of, I can you know, like kind a, of stuff, yeah. you know, just to get good yeah. confidence. To, and he's sort of changed him. He's turned him into a different fighter. He's, yeah. he's an yeah. amazing fighter now, and mentally, he's you know, he's gone from one extreme to the other. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. totally believes in himself, yeah. and he's, a, he's an amazing world world class fighter now. Yeah, but you could tell from them days, like you know, he was. He yeah, you could t- I mean, the likes of David A, I mean, you could tell he was something special. He was a 16, 17-year-old kid. Mm. He was knocking people out for fun. Yeah. Um, and even Audley Harrison, when he was, you know, when he was fighting, he was a good fighter. Was it? And, that's, and I, I yeah. tipped him to beat A. Uh, Did you? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the only one. not getting that again. Because yeah. we all got suckered in. Yeah. 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 Even I felt We all felt yeah. When it got first mentioned, that fight we was in, Jim and I said to him, David A and Audley Harrison, what a waste of time that yeah. is. And where are we? Hey, hey, on the night of the fight, on. sat there, paid your money, supposed <laughs> yeah. to know what we're on about. And we're there, well, we're there. Well, that's on the old what, for the big, what, uh, to land the A4s. Watching them two, what, I mean, what a marketing uh, coup that was to market yeah. that, but. Yeah. Hey, really, they sold the fight, didn't they, which yeah. was what, what, mm. what they needed to do. We'll move on with that one, though. But um, when did you turn pro then, Steve? I turned pro just after the Manchester Commonwealth. Uh, just going back to that then, just before we get into the pro career, um, you know, obviously you was captain of the team, weren't you, at the Commonwealth. Was that, would you say that was probably the highlight of your amateur career? Oh, without a doubt. Um, like I say, as a kid, I always worked to box for my country. And I ended up doing that and boxed for England 35 times. Becoming captain of the country was like the icing on the cake. Yeah, of course, yeah. It was something, you know, I was really proud to do and I'm, I'm quite 
patriotic and you know it's yeah. I've got very good memories of me of me England career and, yeah of course especially with it being in Manchester as yeah. well the games was that when, when Smigger won the silver medal was that Smigger won the silver medal David A was the heavyweight who pulled out I think in the quarters so yeah we had a really good team but I think at that stage as well I was sort of I was getting on a bit. I was sort of 27 in mm. the in the amateur days, and mm. all the other kids were a lot younger. The, the likes of Andy Morris, who was coming up, he was a young 18-year-old then. So I was sort of at a stage where I was a lot older than the lads, and um, it sort of got out of the, the out of the enjoyment stage of it. I didn't get on with the, not didn't get on with them, but I didn't have the same the same, you know, same age here. So yeah, yeah. Um, I thought. You know, it's, time it's to about on. time I yeah. moved on and did something, yeah. you know, a new new venture. Cool. So, so going back to, you know, when, when did you turn pro then? 2002, just after the Commonwealth. Um, ended up going to. I remember I had my last fight at um, Jack Trickett's place. Was there? Um, I boxed Johnny Cage, didn't you? No, no, no. Not Johnny Cage. John. Uh, John you, God, you weren't even supposed to be on. You'd re, you was you turn yeah. pro, and the, and the show was short again, wasn't it? That's right. So they they phoned you, and you turned up. Well, I was there on the night. I was at this show on the night. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, to boxing. I was getting to turn pro. Again, Ted, my old trainer, Bella, you won't help us out, will you? <laughs> Fancy going and having a fight. I went, Ted, I said, I'm having a meal. <laughs> we'll give you a couple of pounds, don't worry about it. So I had to, I had to send someone home to go and get my medical card. Yeah. And my stomach, obviously, my gloves and my shorts, sorry, my shorts and my, my boots and stuff. So I'm, I'm thinking, oh, God, so I'm finished my meal. I had, <laughs> I had to go and weigh in, obviously. I weighed yeah. in a little bit heavier. Uh, and ended up having a right terrible. Who did you lad. fight with the kid? Jimmy Gaskill, it was. Jimmy Gaskill. And he was a lightweight. Yeah. You know, I was usually a featherweight. Uh, Tom Jones was there, who yeah. was managed, yeah. managing Nani, Anthony Farnell, Arnie was there, and he was there himself, yeah, yeah. Bobby. And, um, and he wanted to manage me then, and obviously put me in touch with Billy Gray, and Billy said he'd, he'd like to take me on. And I couldn't have, you know, asked for a better gym to go to. The likes of Ricky Atten was there, and yeah, yeah. Michael Gomez, Anthony Farnell, and I think Paul Smith had, had turned over. Was no, Paul, Paul came when we built the new gym, didn't they? Oh, that's right. When, yeah, yeah. when we built the new gym, that's when Smigger came that's and right. Macklin, didn't they? Yeah. Kind of came more or less at the same time, didn't they? But I'd had, uh, as an amateur, you know, I thought I was tough and, you know, the likes of someone like him, he's, you know, he's tough as old boots, he can go all yeah. night and, <laughs> uh, and he can fight as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought the, uh, I was tough as an amateur, but when I turned professional, I mean, there was nothing I could... Uh, <laughs> Jazz Verde, you oh, first. Jazz Verde. I mean, my first, obviously, you know, you've got a, aspire and, and get used to the, the professional side because a lot of people are telling me oh it's a different game this pro game than the amateurs yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I had his nail in there and do what it's I want it's with Gomez and all that one Michael Gomez <laughs> <laughs> boom boom <laughs> boom 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 come out like that oh no we this is the and that Gomez was absolutely horrible horrible it didn't matter who he sparred with did it he didn't care who he sparred with, you know, he just went to war. Oh, to kill him. But, so, so he didn't hold back, you know, with a new blood well, and all that. Like, no. He just went to war every time, didn't he? No. The spars they had, yeah. honestly, yeah. it was horrendous, wasn't it? You yeah, know, like, but what, I mean, what a lovely guy. I mean, when you've got him on his own, Gomez is a, is a great character. Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. He plays yeah. up for the cameras when his people there, uh, he turns into this, this character. This monster. This monster. <laughs> when you've got him on his own, he's an absolute a lovely nice. guy and, yeah. and, you know, I respect him a hell of a lot. And he's, he helped me out, you know, when I first started when I first turned pro because by punching your head in about Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then just Wally, yeah, oh, just Wally, your first pro fight, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I'd, um, boxed a, a kid from, he was in the Commonwealth as well, uh, just Wally and Southpaw. And usually for your first pro fight, you get a, an easy fight, don't you? Yeah. So, um, you're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> and they put me in with this Southpaw again. Boom, bing, bang. <laughs> uh, I draw one at your first I one. I got a draw from the first one, so. You went on a bit of a run after that, though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so just going back to when you first turned over, because you used like kind of with a crop of Manchester lads, weren't yeah. they? Coming through, you had Arnie Farnell, I was just Gomez yeah. and all that lot. So I can imagine you've got some great memories from them days. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah. you know that gym we built? We built the Phoenix camp there at the back of Keddie's gym. Yeah. We didn't build the gym, we did what we've done here. We built a lunatic asylum. <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely horrendous. Yeah. What went on in there? Yeah, the things imagine, yeah. that went. I mean, you know, it, it was a gym of winning kids, and and, and they, they, you know, when you got you know, their heads down and they grafted, they grafted. But mm. before and afterwards, it was horrendous. You yeah, never knew the, the things. What happened. I mean, it's stuff we can't even repeat no, on air. It's stuff we can't even repeat. But just one of the one of the things. I've gone out of the gym one day to get in my car. My car's not there. Yeah. So I'm thinking, where's my car? It's not even. It's not even there the car now i've got my keys in my hand so i'm thinking car's been nicked who's gonna do that so no so i've looked around <laughs> my car then i see my car and it's parts across the other side of the road the wrong way up a one-way street and all the doors are open everything's throughout the car all around the car and they've squirted shower gel all on the windows and squirted all the water out of the jet washers. <laughs> so you, you're like the, the wrong way round on a one-way street, so you're throwing everything in for the please come on, anyone. Shut the doors, go to drive off, put the window wipers on, just go out and shower gel. <laughs> oh, no. And you check the water there, there's no water in. Just got to get out of the car yeah. and leave it. You know, all that kind of stuff and getting your phone and phoning people off your phone. Yeah, phone I remember Frank, you saying, yeah, Frank texting Warnock and all that. Phone and yeah. Sending rude texts to And then deleting them so you can't see. Well, we got used to that, didn't we? It's a schoolboy if you left your phone anywhere. I was just coming here tonight, and I was just going back to get some coffee for that lad, and I, and, and I thought, oh, my phone. <laughs> I remember yeah. because he's here. Yeah. And I came back and he had my phone already, <laughs> ready to start, you know, texting yeah, people. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. But what they did, is they sent a text and then deleted the text, so you yeah, didn't know. So people are ringing you going, what's this? And like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. I've not got a text. But that's the thing about boxing, I mean, boxing's such a hard game and mentally draining. You need that, you need that. You need that, the crack the lads, you, yeah. you know. Fiery Jack, or what was it, not Fiery Jack, the other thing, what is it, that, what, that, that, what makes you muscles hot? Oh, that DP stuff, yeah. DP in your boxer shorts. Oh, oh shower, <laughs> like, shower, clean boxers on, get in your car, you're driving, like, next thing you're like, ah. That's all that about. Next thing, you're on proper fire. Downstairs, you get the fire brigade. Downstairs is on fire. We only needed a little with Bobby, just a little. <laughs> Tell us how you first met Bobby. There's a bit of a story behind that, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. When you two first met. This was at my old amateur gym as well, because we, we trained there, didn't we? We trained there first, didn't we? Yeah, we trained there. I remember Bobby coming in, and he was good friends with Kelly Kays, and he joined us as a, as a trainer next to Billy. <clears throat> and, yeah, I mean, Bobby straight away, you know, he's... It was in the showers. We built the new gym, and um, the changing rooms is only small in the Phoenix camps, and the, the benches are, one, are facing each other. So he's in the shower, and I've gone in, and I've finished training, like, but training the lads, he's in the shower. So he's come out of the shower, and I'm just sat there getting, under, getting ready to have a shower, and he's just sat there with his towel over and talking to me. Hi, mate, you okay? Good workout, like this, that, and the other, like. 
Next thing, he's got the towel, started drying it there. Opened his legs, went out, on he went. See how you fancy. I thought, I didn't even know him. You know what I mean? What's going on in here? This cranking, you know what I mean? And then it just, I mean, there was a, you remember that camera crew that came? Yeah, they came yeah. to do an interview with Rick, so I was always the one who said to him, like, you know, Jot of Brew and all that, because yeah. I was the assistant coach and, like, the gym manager. So these women come in, this big, oity toity camera crew from London, and they all come in, like, and I said, um, Have you worked in a boxing gym before? And she went, we are professionals, you know. And I didn't mean it like that. I meant, listen, love, you're going to see things in here that's going to blow your mind, you know what I mean? And he got on her saying this, didn't you? He'd heard her, like, giving me a bit of, you know, back yeah. chat, like, anyway. So I said, all right, OK, no worries. So anyway, they're filming Rick and all that, so next thing, he walks out of the chain rooms with absolutely nothing on. How would I do that? <laughs> right. So they're filming these women and all that, and he just walks straight up to the ring. <laughs> So the camera's on the ring, and he stood there with his back to this woman, and he's just opened, it, opened his legs and started doing this dance. <laughs> so I, I don't know what it is about <laughs> me getting just, naked. They just, it just burnt their heads out, you know what I mean? They just, yeah. And she said to me after, I'm really sorry for it before, I, I do understand it. <laughs> I know what yeah. you meant, yeah. yeah. You know what, though, funny enough, I go to the shows now, like proper like Frank Warren shows, and I'm sat at the ringside, and I'm thinking, there's never been a streaker in there, has there? No, it's been, oh, yeah. No. yeah. But it's never happened, has it? <laughs> yeah, that might be the job for you next. Yeah. You've been one of prams, haven't you? Hasn't that? It's going to be Don't have him streaking in here. No, whatever you do. Yeah, uh, just going back to your career and your pro career, obviously, um, what, what are the highlights for you then? What, what are the bits that you take out of it and you think, yeah, you know, that? As a pro? As a professional, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I love the crap the lads and I loved, um, you know, my time at, at Billy Graham's camp with. with Bobby and, and all the lads there, you know, I learned a hell of a lot. And um, but yeah, that, that's probably one of the biggest pluses I can take from it. But one of the biggest fights for me, uh, and probably not um, one because I, I won the Central Area title, which is not a, a massive title, but you know, but it's, it's a, a very prestigious title. Yeah, yeah. that's well, why I wanted Brian. To win yeah, it, you know, so, I mean, everyone's got to, you know, that's where you start and getting that is sort of you know. Yeah, you build on it. Yeah, and that was a, you know a great night for me, but. I've got to say, around about my fourth or fifth fight it was, and I fought a lad called uh, Hyder Ali uh, from Pakistan, and he, he won the Commonwealth Games that I was in in 2002. Yeah, he won the uh, Commonwealth Games, and he was a cracking fighter. You were both undefeated fighters, weren't you? Both at the time. undefeated at the time, and it was, you know, it was strange that Frank Warren put us both in. It never used to happen so that, early on. It? Like, it yeah. it, that in them days, it, it was with Johnny Eames, wasn't it? He was, and Ali, trainer, Ali just. He, just demolished everyone in the Commonwealth. So, and, but I knew I could fight him because he was fast as hell over over two rounds. He'd yeah. just go out and like. And in, in the amateur game, it's it's a lot different than the pros. You can win a fight in the first round. You can go out and throw thousands of shots in the first round and yeah. win a win the first round 20 nil. Yeah, get and then run for three rounds yeah, and win yeah. the fight, which you know is a bit silly, but that's how it is, and that's how he boxed. So I knew after two or three rounds, start gassing I'd, like get, I'd get two, it was only six rounds. Yeah. So I remember that first round when I went in against him, Ooh. I got peppered again. Oh. Another one, boom, back, back. And people wonder why again. he keeps taking his clothes yeah. off. <laughs> and uh, and after, as, as the fight wore on, it was, you know, the fourth, fifth round. And, uh, and I wore him down and, and, and beat him on points. Yeah. But um, I remember getting the, the video afterwards, the tape from uh, ITV, I asked ITV for the tape. Uh, I think it was Sky no, Sports. Sky, yeah. Sky Sports for the tape, and uh, they sent me a tape. I was off, I sat down and watched it. And uh, I remember like the first round, bing, bang, boom, 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 got battered. I remember about the fourth round, it went to his corner. 
Johnny. He come down, he cut, Ali was getting tired then, this hide around, he come down, he sat down, and he's like, and he went, and he'd spoken a really high voice, he couldn't speak much in English, mm. and Johnny, he's, how he is from London, he's going, what are you doing? Smash him, see you smash him up for the first round. Yeah, hey, well, he was from, yeah. he's from, uh, <laughs> he's from Wales. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, see you smash him up for the first round? He said, go out there and smash him, and, and this side around, he went, Highly tired. <laughs> <laughs> then I pitched voice and I was like, ah! So that was it, I took the thing yeah. into it. Johnny, Johnny East went, Johnny went, you're tired, he went, I'm tired of watching you. Get out there and smash him. So, so yeah, was it. Took all the lads in and um, took the film into the lads. Great fight, we saw also watching him. So yeah, that was yeah. one of my biggest, one you know, great, great biggest nights, fights, yeah. I think. And loved it. Brilliant, excellent. So what, what are you doing now then? You know, you've, you've said you're not, not boxing on the head now, you, you call it a day. Yeah, day, I mean, yeah. that's... I mean, I'm 36 now, so... I mean, you came back for the prize fighter, didn't you? Well, I said I quit after the um, after I fought John Simpson uh, for the Commonwealth title, mm. and I knew that I'd, had, I'd got a, a part in Corrie um, yeah. about three, four weeks before. I remember going to the casting for Corrie, mm. and, you know, you have to go in front of and people and, and yeah. actually do an audition in front of them. I remember going to the cast and said, look, um, you know, forget this part, I've got a big fight coming up in a couple of weeks' time, two, three weeks' time, I think it was. Um, I said, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a fairly good boxer. I said, I don't usually get hit. Um, I'm quite a, you know, standoffish boxer. And she said, well, so if we give you the part, you know, you've got to... Not get hit. Not get hit, you know. Yeah. You got hit with John Simpson, though, didn't you? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, the Saturday night I come with John Simpson and, um, and you went to tough work. fight uh, and I got cut, I've never been cut before in my life, got a cut, big massive black eye yeah. and on the Monday I was in Corrie, working in Corrie my first day and this was a Saturday night so I couldn't phone him up Sunday and say, you know, I've got a little bit of a black eye yeah. um, I had stitches in it as well and so I went into Corrie on the Monday yeah. Boom, this big black eye and stitches. So the makeup lady had to, you know, do a little bit of work. Oh, so they let you off then? So, yeah, so they let me off. So I finished after, uh, after the John Simpson fight, did my little stint on Corey. And I always said I'd come back for the prize fighter because the prize fighter was, you know, booming at the time. Yeah, and I, I always thought I had a good chance at that with it being low rounds. So yeah. came back for the prize fighter. It wasn't really successful, but um, and then thought, you know, knock it on the head. Mm. Oh, at least you've had really? the sense to, to say to yourself, look, there is something else in there. Yeah, after, oh, after yeah. boxing, you know. Yeah, what I mean? you've been lucky, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. And you've well, got your all, all well, your faculties as well, haven't you? Yeah. What, what, what brain cells you had left yeah. after all that boom, 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 boom bang, bang. Yeah. 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 I think, okay. Well, you've got a shelf life in boxing, I think, and when you get to a certain stage, you know, you. And for me, and I, I mean, I could have carried on quite easily, um, but I knew I, the enjoyment had gone out of it. It started to become like a job. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was work, going to work every day, where I used to love going training. I couldn't wait to go training. Yeah. That's what I'm getting up. And, and I always said, you know, when I stop enjoying it, yeah, I'll it's out of college. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. In it, yeah. So who do you like around at the moment then? Uh, this man is a, a good kid. I've Make a bit of a name for himself. Yeah. 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 Farrell's is uh, he's looking superb at the minute. He just had a good win against. You said. Yeah. We'll talk to. Talk about that later on, that yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, I love watching. Got to watch him, mate. He'll start trying to take your job. Yeah, now. yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. We better move him on, haven't we? I mean, I have good friends of mine who I, I love watching, and you know, I get quite nervous watching them. Tony Bellew, he's, yeah. I think he's a, a cracking fighter at the minute, mm. and was really unlucky against. Yeah, uh, he was, mate. Wasn't he? Yeah, cleverly, against, yeah. Uh, cleverly, nice yeah. and cleverly. Great fight, and I don't think many people expected 
him to, to fight that well. Yeah. And for me, I mean, he was a sort of a year behind cleverly in, in yeah. experience. Yeah. So for him to take that fight then was, yeah. you know, a big, big decision for him. Prove that he's world class in that division, doesn't yeah. it? And years time, I mean, Bellew is going to be. I Different think he'll make it. I think he'll yeah, be, be world champion. World, world class, yeah. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. And on the on the boxing side of it, Frankie Gavin for me, I think he's one of the best talents. Um, in boxing terms, you know, he's yeah. like a, a Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. He, he never gets it and he's very, very clever. Yeah. Um, but at the minute, you know, he's. Um, yeah, I just you know, hope he doesn't waste it. Like, well, yeah. we're yeah. back on the right track now, ain't yeah. he? Yeah. So. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. But yeah, it is. Brilliant. Excellent. So the last question we've got for you today, Steve, obviously yeah. you're going to stick around for the rest of the show. Sure. But what's next for you then? Because I know obviously you do your acting. So have you got anything lined up? Or, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I still go for jobs, bits and bats. Um, but I'm, I do personal boxing training now. Um, obviously, all the years of experience that I've got as a boxer, I wanted to give it back and show what I can do uh, and people are, you jump at the chance to get trained um, and do a bit of boxing you know I do a, a circuit class and I do personal training which is you know going really well and quite successful so um, yeah I mean that's what I've been doing for the since I've, I've quit boxing so have you ever have you, you know you're looking at taking up coaching full time is that, is that um, no not really I mean I enjoy teaching other people how to box I mean I love um, you know I'd, I'd like to show or teach kids from a you know an early level yeah. who have never boxed before how to box fundamentals like yeah. to go but you're not on, looking you know, at kind of doing it as a career you just said he's, he's, he's a smart smart lad why, why do you want to be a boxing coach in this day and age no I mean this lunatic aside I mean I love boxing to death and I always have loved boxing I, and uh, you know as a kid I had that buzz and wanting to do something but I've got that buzz again for the for the acting that's that's what you know. I, I think I'd be I'd be good at, and what I love to do. That's yeah. my passion at the minute, and I'd like to do um, a bit of theatre. Theatre is one of my. The first, the first acting job you ever did, I, I did it with you. Remember, it was called Job Swap, wasn't it? Remember, Job Swap. Yeah. And yeah. and what they did was they brought this model in, this Paul Kerry, and they took Steve out of the gym, and they left this Paul Kerry with. It should have been Billy Graham. Billy was going to train him and teach him. Up. Now I'd never ever been in front of a camera before, and Billy Graham come in and went, right, you do it, Bobby. You know, like, you teach this, this model how to box for the day. So it was like, cameras on me for the day, and I'd, I'd never done it before. Right. But I just kind of took to it like a yeah. cup of water, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. He sparred with Anthony Farnell, didn't he? And Anthony Farnell battered him. Oh, he beat yeah. him. Yeah, give him a man's beating. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, because you, you didn't, you was in the den, aren't you? Didn't, yeah, you, know, no. you didn't set no yeah, prisoners in that Phoenix camp, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this model, and everyone was like, model, wants to be a boxer, what for the day? <laughs> we'll show him. Oh, he, no. thought, he thought it was going to be all nicey-nicey. Yeah, and he was tip, just little touches and all that. And he found out what he went, touch, touch, right hand, boom. Right hand. <laughs> he went, oh. Have some of that. Yeah. Have some of that, son. <laughs> Brilliant, excellent. Okay, what we'll do then, lads, we're going to move on to the results that we had over the last couple of weeks. Last Wednesday, the Wednesday before, we had Lee Purdy, he was back in action defending his British welterweight title, mm. he fought Colin Lyons. Um, it was a fight that a lot of people kind of expected Purdy to kind of walk through, myself included, after what he'd done to Craig Watson. Did, uh, did you watch the fight, lad? You know, what, yeah, what's your, what's your yeah. view on the fight? It was a good I fight. Thought, listen, Colin Lyons pulled it right out of the bag. Brilliant performance. He boxed a, a great fight, and the problem with Purdy was, Purdy thinks now, that he could knock everybody out. Yeah, he was going for the big one, wasn't Because he's not Watson out twice. He, he, he just cascaded to the side for his boxing, started losing earlier on, thinking to himself, 
Well, there's not this kid out of here, him. Yeah. No, Did, did Colin Lyons win the prize fight, or did he win it when he went in it, didn't he? I can't remember if he won it or not, Colin Lyons at the prize fight. Oh, he got, I think, quite to the finals more. Yeah, I, like I think he did well in it. Yeah, yeah. did well yeah. in it, but he just... He just well, no, I don't think anyone gave Colin a chance, did they? No, really? he, no. well, because Purdy's been... He's not Craig Watson out twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah he had a great fight and against Denton Vassell. A great fight stuff. against Denton Vassell, so he's come, like, all of a sudden now, like a lot of kids do, because you knock a few people out, think they're bangers, and yeah. all that's all they've got to do. Yeah. They forget that you've got to, you know, box your way in and, and do that, and that's what he forgot. He was just following him around the ring, yeah. and, yeah. and Colin Lyons was popping him and popping him and moving and moving. He boxed an absolutely brilliant Clever fight, boxing. Colin Lyons. What, what impressed me about him was, because, he, you know, he's getting on a bit, Colin, now, and I didn't think he'd be able to keep that pace up for the, you know, for the 12 rounds, and no. it, was, it was impressive how he kept that yeah. pace up, you know what I mean? He was just on the back foot right around the ring. No, yeah. The way it's helped him as well, isn't it? Because he was uh, boiling yeah. himself down to make sandstone all yeah, the time. Yeah, that well yeah, away as well. It looks well at sandstone yeah. having as well. He's in top nick, isn't he? Yeah, he did. It looked great, yeah. What do you think on the judging, though? Because he was Ian John Lewis, wasn't there? He, 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 oh. Because Colin Lyons won the fight fair and square, there was no doubt it, about it. it. Everyone was giving it seven, seven rounds. At yeah, and he scored it a draw. And Ian John Lewis gave it a draw. Look, well, what can you say? Is there no way, though? You know, like if it happens in football, they, they kind of get relegated, don't you? If you're doing a premiership match and you have a bad game, you're look, going down yeah. to Division 3. What you happens? Know, because we know, had it with Pacquiao as well. We're going to come yeah. to that later on. You know, be, be, you know, refereeing a fight, the thing about it is everybody sees a fight different, don't they? Mm. You know, yeah, but it's some know that obvious, strange. Bob, you know what I mean? It was very strange that it was 1-14, 1-14, it, it was a draw. Mm. I mean, everybody everybody gasped at the decision, didn't they? <laughs> you know, until Ian John Lewis, 1-14, 1-14, yeah. everybody said the same, but it's a thankless job in it being a judge or being a referee. You know, I've said on here before about, you know, trying to please everybody, don't yeah. you? can't do it, can you? You know, they're only human and they get it wrong, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, I know... And I've got to be careful what I say about Ian John Lewis. One of my lads might be on... He might be every one of our lads fight one you know what I mean? So, I think he did all right, Ian, you know, so... Yeah. I mean, some judges see fighters... Uh, or see, see the fight differently, as in they, they enjoy watching come-forward fighters. Aggressive, yeah. Aggressive fighters. Some judges enjoy watching stand-off boxers who like yeah. to box them, so... Yeah. You know, it's sort of... Ian John Lewis fought like that himself, come forward, yeah. aggressive fight. So maybe so. that's, I mean, we can't make mistakes. That's why yeah. we have three judges in it, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, just, but when it's when it's that far away, then you yeah, there was some was some that are quite obvious though. It you was know. a bit crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Moving on. Also, last Saturday night from the Oldham Sports Centre, we had uh, Denton Vizel. It takes a nice link to Denton Vizel. He yeah. defended his Commonwealth welterweight title against Samuel Colombo. And again, um, you know, another good fight. It was a tough fight for Denton because he's been out again. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I was in the dressing room with yeah. the, the young fella. I want to get him ready. Yeah. I only watched a couple of rounds of it when I got right, back. Yeah. Well, he done well, Denton. He got caught a bit, but it's understandable. He's been out for a while. I know he's had personal problems. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it'd be good to, you know, they're kind of trying to match him up now with lines yeah. as well. So. Well, I do with Fortley very tall as well, though, wasn't I? We've seen that in the way, and it was a lot, he had a lot of height on her, didn't it? Like, yeah, so he was a did, decent yeah. boxer, wasn't he? He had a decent record, he had an unbeaten record. So yeah, he was a He wasn't kid. no mugwort could he yeah. brought over, was he? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. He came to win the fight, didn't he? Yeah, he did, and he, you know, he took some... What was the result? What was the scoring? It was, uh, I can't remember the score. It was a un unanimous decision, like, oh, you know, in the His trainer was in there, that, I watched on the end of the rounds, and the guy's trainer, that Columban trainer was telling him, uh, you've come, you've come to win, haven't you, and all that. You know what I mean? So yeah, he, he, yeah he's not come to make the numbers. Uh, oh, he definitely had a goal. Yeah, he had a good goal. Yeah, yeah. So also on the night as well, we had Matty Askin. He beat Roman Krachik with a third round TKO, taking his record to 12. And all. he looked quite impressive actually. Well, I, 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 well, yeah. I, yeah. I watched his other fight and. Um, 
the Blackpool talent that was in Eurosport and he's got, he has carries a big dick, doesn't he? Like, he does, yeah, he yeah. does. But the last couple of fights I've seen, he's not really impressed yeah, me, but with this. Well, this I one. spoke to him and he said that uh, he, he just hadn't started off fast. He's not starting off fast enough. He was like yeah. switched off a bit at the start. But he's, when he gets into it, and like you say, he's got, going, you know, yeah. he's a bit, bit quicker like this time, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was, rounds, yeah. was it? Three and third round it was, yeah. But you could see from the start, you know, yeah. he was on the front foot straight away. Also, Paul, Paul Truscott was on the bill as well. He beat Graham Higginson. He, uh, Higginson had to retire at the end of the fifth round due to a damage day. Oh. Have you ever had that yourself, Kieran? <laughs> no. He should have, Kieran should have boxed him, shouldn't you? Yeah, yeah should have been boxing Graham Higginson. Like, but Is that pulled, out fight, pulled out the fight with me, but it's he took the Truscott fight. <laughs> enough said. <laughs> well, I think Graham Higginson, because he used to fight... Um, I think it's from Sheffield, is it? That, that yeah, yeah. Blackburn, Blackburn. Blackburn, yeah. Because um, I know he's got uh, problems. I think he's deaf in one of his ears. Or he's, right, yeah. He's got, he has got some hearing problems, so yeah. maybe well, maybe yeah. he's got even worse. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Paul Truscott's good fighter, though, Paul Truscott. I know he's, he had some good fights. He was up there in British yeah. class, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. John yeah. Simpson yeah. beat him twice, didn't he? Simpson beat him, yeah. and he, yeah. Yeah, for the Commonwealth yeah, title, wasn't it? Got a lot of fun with that Truscott, hadn't he? Because he gave you a good idea, didn't he, John Simpson? John Simpson. And also on the night we had young Kieran Farrell yeah. as well. He beat yeah. Yusuf yeah. Alamides on, on points over six rounds. How, how pleased were you with the performance? Well, I was I was happy with my performance. It was a good performance. Like that. everyone was saying, mature and intelligent performance by me. Bobby said they didn't want me to take the fight at first and we had a chat about it and I said well it's a good name to be fighting in front of the Sky Cameras he's got a bit of reputation he's beat yeah. Anthony Crawler yeah. lost to Ricky Burns who's a two-weight world champion yeah. by a point so had a good fight with John Murray as well yeah, yeah. and it, yeah we lost yeah. to John Murray by yeah. two points over eight rounds so I, I, I fought him anyway Six rounds and a beat him every round, so on. Yeah. That's I knew when, 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 when they said when they offered his Yusuf Alameda, I said no. And I rang Kieran and said, Look, I've just turned him down, Yusuf Alameda, because I know he's a nightmare. He just runs, he doesn't want to fight. Yeah, but yeah. that, listen, no disrespect to the kid, that's how he makes his living. He, does, he just runs, he don't want to fight. Now, Kieran in the past has always, always wanted to knock everybody yeah. out. You know what I mean, and, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm from a coach's point of view. I'm trying to work on Kieran being calm and collective and taking his time yeah. and waiting for the shots to come. And then they offered offer us the road runner. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I knew I'm thinking Kieran sells a lot of tickets. He'd sold 150 tickets, and all his family was there. And Kieran's a young kid, he's, you know. And I'm trying to keep him calm as he's fighting, to, you know, to just not load up with his shots and yeah. stuff. And in my mind, I could see. Yeah. A scenario of a, as a nightmare, you know, yeah. him tying him up and him losing his temper. Well, that's a good experience for him then. Mm. Find someone who's going to run like that. He's going to come across in, a, in, yeah. his, in his career. Yeah. He's going to come someone who's going to run. It, it's yeah. great. Who it knows was, that it was great him. experience. And then we, you know, Kieran rang me the next morning. And went, you know what? I don't mind fighting him. So I said, all right, because they offered it at four rounds. Yeah. So I said, all right, well, we'll fight him if they move it up to six rounds. Yeah. Yeah. And and what what I said had happened happened but Kieran didn't surprise me because we've been working on it but he stuck to the plan apart from one round yeah, yeah what you happened know. with uh, just explain to the viewers well, <laughs> I got a bit tired of chasing him about around the ring so I just thought that's it I'll, t I'll take a break me and uh, I went on a rope there and he still wouldn't come to me like so <laughs> 
I was there for a good 20 seconds in Walmart. Getting backflips on it. Yeah, yeah. I, got, oh, I got told off in the corner anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the first time I've had to really, really give it him in the corner, you know yeah. what I mean? But we were having a laugh in the other rounds. He was getting like, he, he, yeah. he said to me, I, I said, I don't, I don't like him up it, you know, missing my big big shots. Yeah. I no, I don't look like him up it, everyone loves you. And I went, well, I don't blame him. I said, I put that. He's in the corner, yeah. you know what I mean? He's having but, a laugh. You know, he's got two corners and he, and he boxed really mature and really professional and I was kind of really over the moon with it after the thought right well that's another stepping stone mm. you know that's another thing we can put away now we can do that so he's becoming quite close to, to yeah. how we want how maturing, we want to fight maturing know? at the right yeah. time and he uh, when are you likely to be next out again and is there anyone that you'd like like to meet well there was that he's got a list he's got a list of yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks like <laughs> Well, yeah. Graham Higginson was top of my list, but he's gone, gone down in the pecking order now because Paul Truscott beat him, but Paul Truscott wants it, I'm here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. It. So when are, you, when are you likely to be out? Is after Christmas oh, uh, now? Yeah, they said, uh, we spoke to Paul Speaker, we're going to have a meeting with him at the late, uh, who managed him with Paul Speaker, we're mm. going to have a meeting with him later this week, and um, we should be looking at January, February now, hopefully right. January. I don't mind training through Christmas, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The sooner the better, but yeah, yeah. if it, it's February, it's February, but... Um, they're, doing a, they're doing a great job with him, aren't they? You know, yeah. um, he's been, Paul Speaks really looking after Kieran and really um, sticking to the task, and he's a, yeah. as, as a new manager, Paul Speaks, he's, he's not been doing it long, has he? No, it's so, just got me and Scott Quigg, that's it, yeah, so he's putting a lot of time and effort into it. Putting a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. Brilliant. Who would you like to fight? Who's like in anyone in the world? Who would you like to fight? Yeah. Manny Pacquiao. I'd love to would fight you? Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fight him tomorrow, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd like to see how good they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lunatic. Yeah, but, well, I tell you what, would be a good fight for me. Brandon Rios. We'd, get, we'd have a bit of a war. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> This is, see, this is you winding him up now, so yeah. this, is, this is what I... Who tells you on the British team? Would you fight anyone? Well, John Murray was on about uh, seeing who's the best in Manchester. Come on, I'm here, I'm here, John. Would you take John? <laughs> yeah, I'd have him. He'll fight anybody. it, I'll have it. He'd get the gloves Three. on with you right now. Yeah. Yeah. In New York. Hey, no, don't, don't take it too far. Scoop me last time I'm sparred with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Murray, yeah. Don't, don't, don't start, take the bell off on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's young and, he, and he's yeah. got the art of a line and he wants to fight whoever they put in front of him. So the hardest thing with him is, is keeping yeah, him held, keeping holding him back. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You need you know to what? do it at the right speed, yeah, don't you? You don't want to get too hard. He's just boxing his, his second six, three-minute rounds. Now they're going to move him up, and early next year we're looking, we'll be looking at some former title, which for me, the way I like to go, I always like to go with that Central Area title. Yeah, yeah. You know, cool. same as Brian, Central Area, because like Steve's one, it's a very prestigious title in Manchester. Yeah. You know, there's been some real good people who won the Central Area title. I think Rick won the Central yeah, Area, yeah, didn't yeah. he? So we go in the same way as, as them, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're not pushing it too quickly. Though. Yeah, yeah. So what's that take you to now then, Kieran? 11 and 0 now. 11 and 0, right. Yeah. Cool. Moving along nicely then. OK, we'll move on then. Also in Manchester on Saturday night as well, we had Tyson Fiore defending his Commonwealth heavyweight Ooh. title. He fought a Canadian champion, Nevin Pajic, I think he was yeah. called. Um, it, went, it was a three-round thriller, really. He won it, Tyson Fiore won in the third round, but uh, it wasn't, wasn't a, an easy fight for him, was it? He got put down in no. the second second out. What did you think of the fight, lads? I think he lacks a bit of confidence when he's... Do you think that? Foot. Well, no, he doesn't, because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen to him in the change room. I know, I know, I know. He was like, what? No, no, we've had him on the show, haven't we? He, yeah. he certainly doesn't have confidence. No, but he's, he's good. I mean, that's what that's what the sport needs, you know, and it, for entertainment value. Yeah, he's brilliant yeah, he for entertainment. He could get yeah. great. I mean, is he good enough to, to fight the likes of... Uh, you know what worries me, don't you, the most? Mick Hennessy. He's going to have a heart attack. Yeah. He's going to crumble at the side of that ring 
because his head goes purple, doesn't it? You know, he gets that carried away, and the crowd was getting closer to I the know, ring, yeah. wasn't it? It was horrendous yeah. at one yeah. point. It was there, wasn't they? All the crowd, all the yeah. security guards was like that, wasn't they? <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. All big geezers stood over him, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, but he does, he, he certainly does sell a fight, and, you know, he gives the crowd a good, yeah. good scrap, but um, I don't know, it's, um, I, ju I just hope he improves from that, you know, he, he looks at it and, and sees that. It never seems to come in, in shape, does it, for me? Well, he's big, isn't he? And he doesn't have to make weight, so it's very hard. You know, if you don't have to make weight. Yeah, but if you're, a, if you, you know, if you're going for that heavyweight title, you, you, you kind of want. Like, to, you need to train. You really want to have to be hungry for well, it, don't yeah, you? Well, yeah, I'd say I'd agree with you there, but yeah. cause, I mean, look at the Klitschko's. They don't have to make weight, but look exactly. at them. Look yeah. at yeah. they get come in top shape, don't they? Yeah. How many so defenses have they made? They could call it a different mentality, innit? Yeah. You know. You know, but, but, but then again, look at George Foreman, how he used to fight. Oh, he yeah, oh, yeah. Carry, it just depends on, you know, your size. Yeah, but he was always eating that green, griddle stuff, wasn't it? All them pork chops, wasn't it? He's made more out of that, hasn't he, than he did when he was boxing. Yeah, yeah. he did, yeah. The mean green yeah. grilling machine. Yeah. You've got one at your house? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had one, that's when I was getting in a bit of flesh. <laughs> I remember Ricky Hatton trying to make bacon on them, didn't you? Sucking the fat for <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I mean the thing with the, with these fighters is when somebody one of them gets knocked down, people see it as oh, there's mm. a chink in his armour there. Exactly, yeah, because he's always kind of sort of turned around and said, you know, I've got a stone chin, I've got yeah. you know stone hands yeah. that can do anything. You know, it was a big massive oh, shot, and he, and he got up, didn't he? He done well to go again, yeah. got hurt twice. And he, and he carried on, so he's answering questions about yeah. his, 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 he'll get up off the floor and his fitness is right because he's getting up off the floor. But, you know, these people now are going to start seeing the chinks in the armour, aren't they? Mm. Well, you've just got to look at the opponent as well and, and where he's rated. I mean, he's not the best opponent. You know, no, not at all. So if no, he's no. banging down, no. like, I mean, I think a good fight, which could happen uh, in the future, is him and Ozzy Harrison. I know there's been talk of it. Oh, no, that, I not think that would be a good fight to make. Mate, no, I'm, I'm never going to watch that. No, I know. I would watch Why not? Why? Not after that last one. Well, after David after A. All these. Yeah. yeah. Well, after the last one with David A. Don't call me mate. No. Mate, what are you going to do about it? We'll get it out on him. Because you got your mate here and he's fighting. I'll set him on your mate, mate. I'm not bothered. He's yeah. just jumped on. He's my mate as well. We'll school the not on the camera. Uh, he won't be. He's only done it once. He won't get away again. <laughs> Past it now, he's over the hill. So yeah, I'll get him now. I'll get him now. Yeah. 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 What about um, Fiorin Price? Is that one of your Yeah, fans? I mean, they've been talking about Price. Is that who Katie Price? Yeah. He's going to have to come, isn't it? Because. <laughs> It's going to have to come because the <laughs> <laughs> It's going to have to come, but not for not. It's not a fight for nothing. David Price and Tyson Fury. David Price, Price and Tyson Fury is a fight for something. Yeah, but I can't. I can't see Tyson. I mean, Tyson Fury was talking about the Klitschko's this that, and the other. So he's going to have to yeah. kind of hang back. Well, and you can say still that stay out fight someone. The Klitschko's are never going to take that fight. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he might have to look at the likes of so, Price and the lads that are on British level. David Price, I don't, I don't think he's been it on his jaw as a, as a pro. Is it, you know what I mean? He's, he's fought mm. all his fighters yeah. and he, he hasn't took one flush punch on the did jaw. Did he ever yet. get done in the amateur? Yeah, he did in the, in, the, in the Olympics, wasn't it? Against an Italian fighter. He's got the experience, David Price. Tyson Fury's not got the amateur 
pedigree. David, David Price, Price beat Tyson Fury in amateurs as well. Yeah, oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, there you go. There's a bit of a grudge match there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see again. Yeah. We? Also on the bill as well, we had Chris Eubank Jr. making his uh, professional debut. Mm. He beat a lad called Kirillis Sonko with a fourth round TKO. You know, it was, uh, it was a lot to live up to, aren't they? Yeah, but he, he, to be honest, though, for his first pro fight, I was very impressed. You know, I thought he boxed really well. Did you watch it, Steve? I did, yeah, yeah. I did watch it. I mean, it, I thought the way they filmed it was a bit weird. It, it was like a bit like Sogarty Big Brother because they were going to, you know, Eubank Senior while yeah. between rounds. And it was on the I think that's going to be, be a problem now, isn't it? Because the last thing he needs is his dad in the corner telling yeah, him to go to the body and stuff. Yeah, his dad's coming over to the corner and, you know, hey, you can hear it on the speaker. Boxing father's a nerd, mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, murder. And he obviously wants to, to have in the gym. He looks like he wants to do it, you know, for his dad as well. Um, I don't know how good he really is. Obviously, you know, got a very similar style to his dad, hasn't it? Well, I don't know. Won't yeah. you not mean? Yeah. It. I, I mean, I don't know. Well, what did you think of the fight? You know, was it a good performance? You think? I didn't watch it, mate. All oh, right. I only watched a couple <laughs> of battles. Right, I, <laughs> I just think he's. Right. I don't know. I mean, he's a he's a decent fighter, but we've seen him from the, his debut fight. We only, you know, we very rarely see fighters until the yeah. either 10th and 11th yeah. fight. Yeah. You know, Kieran's yeah. not, yeah. not been on the telly yet. No. And Kieran's a really good fighter. Mm. Because of his name, Eubank, we've seen him from day one. Yeah. And that, in a way, could be a pressure, isn't it? It is yeah. pressure yeah. because, you know, he's mm. got to be fighting all these, yeah. these journey lines. He seemed to handle it all quite well. That's what was impressed well, with him. Yeah, he looked, he looked good for, for the amount of fights he's had. He looked half decent, but whether or not, I don't think we. You're not going to know till 10 or 12 fights, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. Okay, moving on then. The last fight of the weekend was uh, the big fight from Vegas, the MGM Grand. Manny Pacquiao against Juan Manuel Marquez. Um, controversial decision yet again. You know, yeah. Pacquiao got the decision Mate, you, on you, points. You know, you know, in my book, Pacquiao's had too many fights just recently. He looks jaded. Mm. He doesn't. He doesn't look like the Manny Pacquiao of two years ago for me. He looks. I like, think he's just peaked. I think he looks like he's he's been in too many long camps, and obviously when he's not boxing, he's in the Philippines. And he's doing all what he does, you know, this political stuff that he does, he's doing whatever he is. And I just think that he can't get up for these fights anymore. I think he's fed up with them. I think he's looking for one big fight. Yeah, but doesn't everyone have the, like, the, the one man yeah. that they, mm. they always fight? I think Marquez has just got Pacquiao's number. And, you know, and you know what he did this time, Marquez. He didn't get hit as much as he did the, the other two times. He didn't stand it early on and get hit mm. and let Pacquiao hurt him early on. Yeah. It, it kind of happened later on in the fight. So he used, he used the tactics was perfect off that natural Ballastine. Yeah, mm. it was absolutely perfect. He didn't get it. He didn't early on in the other fights. He's gone for it and yeah. he got dropped. Gets dropped a lot in the first round because he goes in there wild and hanging his chin out. Mm. But there was none of that this time. He stayed. He stayed back. Stayed out of Pacquiao's way. It shocked Pacquiao a little bit. That Pacquiao was expecting him to come, yeah. and he didn't. Do you know what I mean? So he got through the first five or six rounds without really getting hurt. So that you know that helped him a lot. You know, and then Pacquiao was... I don't think he was he was on form, Pacquiao. It's like the only one, one fight I want to see Pacquiao fight, and I was not flying over that sort of... You know, really it. people's views have changed, though, haven't they? Because they were all saying Pacquiao's the best man on yeah, the planet. Yeah, and yeah. wipe the floor well, with Mayweather. Now they've totally changed the mindset. I straight away put Mayweather... I, I put on Twitter, Mayweather will now take that fight. 
But, but, but the people, it's not a bigger fight now as what it used exactly. to be. Exactly, no, it's, it's not. But it should have happened two years ago. I was ago. talking to Curtis McCormack, this, this sports reporter from America. He, I spoke to him on Sunday after they'd watched the fight. And he told me that there's bigger things going on in Las Vegas behind the scenes, what we don't know about. Mm. Las Vegas is becoming skin. You know, there's not a lot of money in Las Vegas at the minute. So Have you tried in the casinos as well? Mate, there's loads of gold there. <laughs> but what they're saying is that they need the Pacquiao and Mayweather fight to generate the revenue that yeah. it will bring to Las Vegas. Yeah. And also now, they've also got Marquez, who's been aggrieved three times, thinks he's won three times. Mayweather's beat him. So they've got a little bit of a trilogy going on there. They could have Pacquiao and Mayweather, Marquez fight the winner. Hey, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And that, them fights will generate so much revenue yeah. for Las Vegas. It's like Steve was saying, though, it's not got that same punch now, has no, it? You know, that fight. No, that, all. I think Mayweather takes that fight now. Yeah, yeah I, I, if he was bothered about the fight Mayweather before, I mean, they'd been offered a hundred million dollars between them. Is, is, it a, is he luring them into a false sense of security, well, though, you know what I mean? So well, 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 I don't think, I don't think you could do that because no fighter's going to get in the ring thinking, I'm going to put a bad performance yeah, in so no, I can no. get the next yeah, fight. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, yeah. back, do you know what I mean? He's had two performances and all that bad, aren't they? Yeah. 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 I, I, I think there was just too much respect for the Shane Moe's, the one who was touching yeah. gloves and everything yeah. for Every no reason. Minutes, yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that was just like a little walk then in I the park. Then Marquez, I just think he's got Pacquiao's number. Yeah. So Did, didn't Freddie Roach say that Pacquiao should fight Marquez again for a rematch? Well, no, they will say that because it generates massive money, but but now... Now, Pacquiao might be just waiting for his Mayweather fight, not got it, thought, right, I'll fight Marquez. And it's, it's in his head, he just wants the Mayweather fight. Because when he fights Mayweather, that's him gone. Do you not think, though, that they should be made to fight now? I mean, how, how long can we go on that he's fighting him again in another rematch? Listen, the, days, the, days, the days of that are gone. When there was only, like, one, one ruling body, in, in the old days, when you yeah. won a title, you won a title, then you had a voluntary defeat, yeah. then you had a mandatory... They're not doing that now. That's what's killing boxing, though, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah. everyone for two years. Well, yeah. That as well as the WBC diamond belt, WBC silver, the yeah. WBC. Yeah, speaking with Alan Minto, and he said he, he, he won when he won the, the middleweight title. Yeah. And then he um, he got a voluntary defence, which was not really any, anybody great like and it was nice and steady he said and then he was plastering somewhere at work and then he said hey, your dad's dad brought him a letter and he said they are I said oh that's my next fight he said he owned it he said he was Marvin Agler yeah. he was because <laughs> 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 he had to fight him you know what I mean he, oh, said, yeah. he said I looked at it like that he said I thought that's my belt gone right out the window now you know because he had to fight Marvin Agler also on the bill as well we had Timothy Bradley beat Yoel uh, Casamayor keeping his WBO like well title and mm. eight, eight Round KO, great performance from him. Okay, moving on, lads. We'll talk a bit of boxing news. Unfortunately, last week, as we all know, uh, Joe Frazier mm. passed away. Sad day for boxing. Just, yeah. just some memories, Bob Rick, because I think he was about about 25 when he turned pro, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. like Mate, that, you, know, you know, Joe Frazier. He, he made, he made when we was, I was boxing amateur then, yeah. and he made the left hook fashionable. Mm. Joe Frazier. Remember watching Joe Frazier throwing them left hooks, and you know, we all went in the gym. Hard uh, lads and Mr. Hayes, who was our coach at the time, he went, stop. Stop. What's going on in here? Because everyone was just throwing big left hooks. Uh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But um, 
Yeah, you, you know, you, you forget our people don't know that Joe Fraser was the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight champion in the world at one point. First man to beat Muhammad Ali as well. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. watching him, mate. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a, I love watching all the old fighters, but Joe Fraser, I always put his highlight video on and I loved the way he moved his, it was like his head movement, but it was more of his body. Like, yeah. you know, the way he threw that left yeah. hook. I mean, you talk about someone planting the feet and throwing yeah. that left hook properly. Yeah. And, and that Michael Buffer did the best uh, speech about Joe Fraser I've heard. Did you did you see it between no, before Pacquiao's fight? He come on and, and did it really well, you know, for the ten the ten bell. I mean he was so, he was the son of a sharecropper from Carolina. You know, and he made it to be from the son of a sharecropper from Carolina. A sharecropper is somebody who hires a bit of land to grow things on, yeah. to, to keep the family. They're the poorest of the poor. Mm. He was sharecroppers, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And he went from that to be the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, you know, it takes a bit of steel and grit and determination, yeah. you know. Course, you can yeah. imagine what, what he's actually been through to, yeah. to kind of get where he was. You know, and, you know, fighters over the years, you know, good fighters, legends have died, but. I was surprised how many people, you know, Twitter and... Oh, yeah, he went berserk, yeah, didn't he? Did yeah, he was such a well-respected... Oh, he was, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and, and you know that, that thing with Ali, it never, even though they said, oh, yeah, there was mates and all that again at the end, but they wasn't. No. Not truly, you never... They never, no. they never, you know, they never got it together again yeah. after that. There was always some in between them. Yeah. He came over here, didn't he? I mean, I never met him. No. Ali came over. No. It, well, it was, in, it was in the old Phoenix camp, wasn't it? Just oh. not so long ago, right. wasn't it? Yeah, he was in was there it? at um, Joe Gallagher's place when yeah. Joe was there. He was in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, uh, it, it's just, it's a fact of life that the older we get, the people who are older than us are beginning to die, aren't they? These yeah. great champions, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And, Talking you know, about a lot of people kind of um, match him or, you know, with, with Mike Tyson, the likes of Mike Tyson yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, because they're the same kind of similar style, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Rolling Who do you think would have won, Bob Tyson Frazier? I don't. I, I, I can never. I, I can never work that out because they're two completely different areas of fight. It's hard to say. It's it, hard but. to say, isn't it? You know what I mean? How do you think he would have fared around with the heavy, heavyweights today? Well, he wasn't that big, was he? But he'd nail him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's my hero, Joe Frazier. That's it. Right, we'll move on, lads. This week's scheduled tomorrow night. We've got from the states Julio Cesar Chavez. Oh, he depends. He's won the prize fight, oh. He's WBC, <laughs> and he beats Brot as well. Yeah, that was Can't forget that. Wow! You know what hey, I mean? He'll have the DA for us. Commonwealth gold. Olympic champion. Olympic gold. He was a better amateur than a pro. How many Olympics did you win? High-eating contest. I mean, moving on, lads. We've got. Um, this You're not getting on here again. Put <laughs> <laughs> a big, big, big red cross next to Steve's name for us. Um, of tonight, of, um, so, sorry, tomorrow night in the states, we've got Julio Cesar Chavez. He defends his WBC middleweight title against Peter Manfredo Jr. I didn't know he was still around, actually, to be honest. And next he, Friday, he, night, that Peter Manfredo Jr. was he out with the contenders? Yeah, they fought Carl Zaggy, didn't they? Yeah, not that clever, really. Well, I didn't know he was still around. Like I didn't know. And uh, next Friday night, we've got Andy Crawler as well. He meets Willie Lemond in Motherwell in mm. Scotland, uh, defending his British It'll be a tough title. fight, that Willie. It's a tough one, yeah. He's a good fighter, isn't he? It'll be a good fight, but Anthony Crawler wins that one, I think. Two yeah, I was cracking lads as well. Two oh, lovely kids, aren't they? Cracking kids. Yeah. Um, and both similar styles, both boxers. Yeah. Both capable of winning. You know the thing. What, what, what the <laughs> thing? What I like about Anthony Crawler. You, you know he's that gorgeous. If he was made out of chocolate, he'd eat himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, He's one of the best looking fighters. 
Lunatic. Okay, yeah, so you're going for a crawler win on that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawler, yeah, crawler, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Is it, you know, he's in his own backyard, in a limited Yeah, he's going to, listen. He's been there before crawler, and When you go and fight people in their own backyard, it's always hard, and yeah. for me, I think crawler, a late stopping. Okay, well, that's the end of the show, lads. Steve, Kieran, I'd like to thank you for coming down, lads. Uh, obviously, nice we'll have you on again soon. Nice one, nice one Cheers, Kieran. Kieran, Steve. We nice, don't normally nice do this, do we? Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Steve. Thanks for doing my corner on Saturday night. Yeah, no worries, mate. That's what training do. <laughs> okay, this has been the main event for this week. Once again, thanks to the lads for coming in. If you want to get in contact with us, it's info at maineventboxingshow.co.uk. Check out the website, www.maineventboxingshow.co.uk or premiersports.tv. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you at the same time next week. Thank you. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs>